Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, kaiju fighting action, childhood promises, Kafka-esque transformations, sundry female characters, and censored moments. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 446, Kaiju Number 8. Hello and welcome to an episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vain reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this wondrous podcast, which you can find at www.spyrokin.com. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin, or as I said before, some podcasts and reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, is a nerdy podcast where we talk about various geeky topics, from movies to television shows, mangas, animes, games, conventions, books, and various other topics. Just depends on what episode you're listening to. Since it's the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. So I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to create anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Pandora, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search bar, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or another. If you have any questions or comments or concerns for me, you can personally email me at zan, that's X-A-N, at spyrokin.com, or you can tweet me at spyrokin. And... Finally, if you like what you hear, you can support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spyrokin to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. We have four different tiers from $2 to $20 with tons of benefits, including behind-the-scenes videos, unreleased podcasts, and some very cool giveaways. But now that I'm done shilling, let's actually get to the episode because this is one I was surprisingly shocked was as intriguing as it was because... If you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And it's dictated to be there viewing a manga that was written by Naoya Matsumoto and published by Shuisha, which means it's brought over here by, yes, that's right, Viz Media. More important than that, this is a Shonen Jump comic. Yes, this is the newest one in the Shonen Jump line. Uh, came out July 3rd, 2020. It's still coming out. There are five volumes presently with more to come. And it is a adventure science fiction story that is known simply as Kaiju Hachigo, or Kaiju Number 8. Now, in this manga, it is set in a world where kaiju attacks regularly happen and people are forced to depend upon various defense forces to protect them from these horrific attacks. In Japan several years ago, there was such an attack, and two childhood friends were the survivors, Kafka Habino and Mina Ashiro. And after their discussion about what happened and how they've lost family, friends, Kafka was really pissed off that he lost his video game, but whatever, they decided that they were going to join the Japanese Defense Force to be the best they could be and kill as many kaiju as possible. It's been 20 years, and since then, Mina Ashiro is now the face of the 3rd Division of the Defense Force. She is the commanding chief of the 3rd Division, which job it is to kill Kaiju. And everyone loves her. She's an idol. She's a supermodel. And more important than that, she's a bloodthirsty killer that will kill any Kaiju possible. Meanwhile, Kafka's route hasn't gone exactly the same way. 
He's 32 years old. He's tried to get into the third division two times or three times, and he's failed both attempts. And now he works for Monster Sweeper Incorporated, whose job it is to clean up after the kaiju attack happens. So they have to disassemble and remove all the different kaijus, which actually has given him a intimate knowledge of the kaiju anatomy. So he knows where all the kaijus are, where their points are, what is their weaknesses, where their cores are located, how their intestines work, which is kind of disgusting. And that's pretty much his job. And he's given up trying to get to be next to Mina and become her aide because their promise was they were going to work together and defeat the kaiju as a group, as a team. And he hasn't fulfilled that promise. So she's kind of pissed off about that. But he's one day he may get back there, but he's failed so many times he's very depressed. Until one day, a new employee shows up, Reno Ishikawa, uh, this young guy with white hair who when he first meets Kafka, he treats him like garbage and says, what's wrong with you giving up on your dream? I'm not going to do that. I'm studying to become a member of Division 3, and I'm going to do it because I have the goal, not like you. However, after an event happens where one of the kaiju creates what they call an after kaiju, uh, the dead corpse spawns a new kaiju. Kafka saves Ishikawa. And with this act of bravery, they become friends. And Ishikawa tells him, listen, you saved my life. I'll always follow you. You're a great guy. And I just want to let you know that they've changed the rules for the third division entry to get into the defense force. It's now up to 35. So you still have a chance to get in because you're 32. And he's like, oh my god, I can get in. I can do this. I, it'll be great. And then something happens. A weird flying monster says, found you. And then proceeds to fly into Kafka's mouth. And just like his namesake, a mysterious transformation happens. And he becomes a kaiju. More important than that, a humanoid kaiju. With fire in his hair. Kind of looking a little like Skull Cop, but more s and And... He runs away because people are like, oh my god, there's a kaiju here, there's a kaiju here. But he's still Kafka. His mind is still human, but his body is now a monster. And he ends up protecting everybody, saving Ishikawa's life, who now says, I'm not going to tell anybody that you're a kaiju and we can play this off so you can get into the defense force. But don't let anyone else see it because you are a good person. Because he fights kaiju, he's super strong, super fast, super powerful. And then it gets into the part of them actually doing... The entry for the third division force, which is two parts. A physical examination and a practical examination. And the physical examination, well, let's be honest. Kafka is a 32-year-old guy with a little bit of a tummy, while everyone else is 19 and running really fast and super athletic. So they're kicking the hell out of everything. Meanwhile, Kafka is not doing that great. Eventually, after that first attempt where they think, oh, he's terrible... They do their second uh, test, which is they have to subjugate a bunch of monsters, which ends up being released upon them. And very similar to My Hero Academia, there's tons of havoc happening where these guys are beating everybody. Meanwhile, Kafka is not doing that great because for some weird reason, the power suit that all the students are given, which are made from the body parts of old monsters, which gives them like 20%, 40%, 60%, gives Kafka... Zero percent. He can't sink with it. And they're wondering, what the hell? This guy can't sink? He's, he's useless. No one has ever been able to not sink. But he's still able to access some of his powers. So 
kind of works out. And eventually, we meet another humanoid monster who's going to kill one of the other students. And just like Midori did in My Hero Academia, Kafka comes the same today by transforming into Kaiju number 8 and fighting this other monster. And this is where our story ends in the first volume. But it's a very impactful and dynamic story. I can't believe I summarized the entire first volume, but that's just how it goes. It is a shonen series, which it follows and moves at a quick pace. It's got a couple of tropes, but I love this story. I find it invigorating that it's about a 32-year-old guy who's trying to become a member of this JSDF because he wants to fulfill a promise, which is another trope from another type of fandom, but it's always little tropes that put together that for some reason it works in this. It's different in a good way. I mean, I'm pretty sure that since they designated Kafka as Kaiju number eight and they're essentially headhunting him, they said that if we find Kaiju number eight, we have to kill him. And the only person who knows that Kaiju number eight is Ishikawa and now this girl whose name is Kikoru Shinomiya because of and apparently she is the daughter of the Defense Force director. It's going to be a... Those three are probably going to hold the secret for as long as they can until the higher-ups discover that he is a kaiju, and then we'll see what happens. But this first volume is action-packed. It's got tons of designs that are very unique. All the kaiju, some of them look very similar to things that you'd see in most monster movies. But when you meet the main bad guy who is this charismatic humanoid kaiju with a top hat don't ask it's a very distinctive design that is unique to this story and i've got to say i do appreciate that it gives it a bit of a flair i also like that kafka when he's dealing with all things he has a very unique design he looks a little older than the character he's not as pretty he's real and it's a great addition to this how the other characters are designed, uh, they're okay. When they go chibi, it, it happens because it is a Shonen Jump series. We don't really get a lot of Mina in this first episode, except she's on tons of posters, and her costume is very elaborate. Also, for some insane reason, when you first meet her, besides the fact she has a giant gun, which is humongous, that she carries with one arm, kind of like Sarah, Sarah's in uh, Helsing, she also, for some reason, has a tiger behind her. Why? I don't know. They don't explain it. There's just a tiger behind her that follows her around. I don't know if that's her power or if that's a friend. I really don't know. I am also have to admit I enjoy the fact that we have... When we first meet Ishikawa, he is such a jerk. He's so mean to Kafka, but eventually they become friends. And they're like he's like ride-or-die friends, like... Ishikawa is willing to hold up Kafka so he doesn't get hurt to help him try to get points because it's it's like the same thing like I said in the first uh, test from My Hero Academia where it's you have to get as many points as possible he's not doing good and it's Ishikawa is there to help him out and I hope that they keep that ride or die best friend thing going on I'm really liking that and I know I'm getting a little geeky in this but I gotta say Overall, really great manga. And again, I, I don't want to do this three days, three weeks in a row, but I got to do this. This is a really, really, really fucking cool. I thought it was going to be a gift from Crazy Aunt Miro, okay, but forgettable, but it's not. It's 
it's insane. It's violent. It's action-packed. It hits all the right notes with all things. And while there are some elements that you see coming, there's such a twist in it that you don't know where they're going to go. Uh, right now on Viz Media, there is 49 chapters available. And I ended up reading further into this. And it gets really crazy in a really cool way. Uh, it introduces the uh, head of the 3rd Division, 3rd Troop, which is the division that Kafka, Mina, and uh, Ishikawa end up becoming a part of. And their head is this psychopath with swords who's just nuts. Like, imagine Speed of Sonic, Supersonic from One Punch Man mixed with, I want to say, actually, just, yeah, Speed of Sonic, essentially, but with a more, with a, uh, the captain from Attack on Titan. Mix those two together and you have this guy. And he is truly like influenced by them. And you also have the fact that Mina is a little upset at Kafka for not following their promise. Because when they first meet, she's like, you really? You're, you're back? Uh, I thought you weren't going to do, do this. And then she's like, well, you're the only person I want out at my side besides this guy here, who's someone else entirely. But again, I digress. Spoilers ahead. So overall, this is a really great series. If you haven't checked it out, definitely worth purchasing. I can't wait to read the rest of it in physical format. The manga is well done. The first chapter actually ha- is, has two color pages. I love the... Sh- notes in there and it's a great size for a manga if you've read this let me know what you think you can email me personally zanspirekin.com or you can tweet me at spirekin let me know if you agree with me on my review of kaiju number eight or if you disagree let me know what your thoughts are and now let's get to the manga releases for the week these are for december 14 2021 and it's a huge week we've got 78 releases this week and i gotta admit four of them i've already purchased so let's get into it uh we have a Tropical Fish Yearns for Snow, Volume 8. We have Bacano, Volume 18, the light novel, which I've been waiting for for a while. Uh, Bufuri, I Don't Want to Get Hurt, So I'll Max Out My Defense, Volume 4, the light novel. Bond and Book, the manga. Bottom tier character Tomozaki, Volume 7, the light novel. Bungo Stray Dogs, Volume 7, the light novel. Call of the Night, Volume 5, the manga. Carolyn Tuesday, Volume 3, finally coming out. It's been a while. I've been wondering what happened with that series. Cocoon Entwined, Volume 4. Combatants Will Be Dispatched, Volume 6. Die Dark, Volume 3. Days on Fez, Volume 4. Disciple of the Lich, or How I Was Cursed by the Gods and Dropped into the Abyss, The Light Novel, Volume 2. Do You Love Your Mom and Her Two-Hit Multi-Target Attack, Volume 5. Dragon and Ceremony, Volume 1, The Light Novel. Full Metal Alchemist, The Land of Sand, The Manga. Glepnir, Volume 10. Golden Japanese, A Splendid Yokohama Romance, Volume 4. Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation, Mu Dai Zushi, The Novel, Volume 1. Headhunter to Another World, From Salaryman to Big Four, Volume 2. Heaven's Official Blessing, Chang Gung Chi Fu, The Novel, Volume 1. High School Prodigies Have It Easy Even in Another World, Volume 11, The Manga. I Cannot Reach You, Volume 3. I'm the hero, but the demon lord's also me, Volume 3. In Another World with My Smartphone, Volume 4. Interspecies Reviewers, Volume 6. I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level, Volume 11. Kageki Shoujo, Volume 3. 
Kaiju Girl Carmelise, Volume 5. Kamen Rider, the classic manga collection. If you've been excited for that, yes, Kamen Rider finally came out, which I actually totally picked up. Uh, Kirby Manga Mania, Volume 3. Komi Can't Communicate, Volume 16. Konosuba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World, the RPG. This, the tabletop RPG, has been released. So if you ever want to be in the Konosuba world, it is out. Love and Heart, Volume 4, the manga. Magical Angel Creamy Mommy and the Spoiled Princess, Volume 3. Magical Girl Raising Project, Volume 12. Megas of the Library, Volume 5. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Volume 11. Monster Guild, The Dark Lord's No Good Comeback, Volume 2. My Happy Marriage, Volume 1, The Light Novel. My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as I Expected at Comic, Volume 17, The Manga. Planet of the Orcs, The Light Novel, Volume 2. Pokemon Pocket Comics Sun and Moon finally has been released. A lot of people have been wondering when that was coming out. Pokemon Sword and Shield, Volume 2. ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Chapter 4, The Sanctuary and the Witch of Greed, Volume 3, The Manga. Reborn as a Space Mercenary, I Woke Up Piloting the Strongest Starship, The Manga, Volume 2. And I tried rereading that. It did not get better. Uh, Reincarnate as a Dragon Hatchling, The Light Novel, Volume 3. Sachi's Monster's Appetite, Volume 5. She Professed Herself Pupil of the Wise Man, Manga, Volume 3. Slasher Maidens, Volume 4. Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle, Volume 16. Slow Life in Another World, I Wish, Volume 2, the manga. So I'm a Spider, So What, Volume 10, the manga. And Volume 13 of the Light Novel have been released. Spy Classroom, Volume 1, the manga. And Volume 2 of the Light Novel has come out. Suppose a kid from the last Dungeon Boonies moved to Starter Town, Volume 8, The Light Novel. Sword Art Online, Alternate Gun Gale Online, Volume 4, The Manga. Sword Art Online, Progressive, Volume 7, The Light Novel. That time I got reincarnated as a slime, Volume 18, The Manga, and also Volume 6 of The Manga. I don't get that either, but whatever. Um, The Dark History of the Reincarnated Villainous, Volume 4. The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. Hey, how about treason? Volume 8, The Light Novel. The Maid I Hired Recently is Mysterious, Volume 2. The Saga of Tanya the Evil, Volume 9, has been released finally, and that is a light novel. Wonderful series. It's completely strange. The Scum Villain's Self-Saving System, Renja Fangpei Jiju Shitong, The Novel, Volume 1. The Irregulars at High Sc- Magic High School, Volume 18, the manga, and Volume 18 of the light novel have been released. The Two Lions manga has been released. The World's Strongest Rearguard, a Labyrinth Country's Novice Seeker, Volume 4, the manga. Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, Volume 0. This is the prequel to the series, which has been long awaited. Uh, Torture Princess Frem Torture Chen, Volume 7 to 8, the light novel. Uzuki-chan Wants to Hang Out, Volume 6. Visions, 2021, Illustrator's Book. WITCH, The Graphic Novel, Part 9, 100% WITCH, Volume 2. Who Wants to Marry a Billionaire, Volume 1. You Call That Service, Volume 5 of the Light Novel. Your Turn to Die, Majesty Vote, Death Game, Volume 2. And last but not least, we have... Yamushi Pedal, Volume 19, the manga. So, yeah. These were totally released because we have the holiday season coming up and they want to give us a glut of choices to come out. And I have to admit, there are so many 
amazing manga that have been released this week that there's so many to choose from. And the ones that are on the top of my list are Yamushi Petal, Who Wants to Be a Billionaire, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, Spy Classroom, That Time I Got Turned Into a Slime, So I'm a Spider, So What?, um, Kobayashi-kun, Konosuba, Komi Can't Communicate, Common Writer, Kageki Shoujo, Die Dark, Bofuri, and Bakano, just to name a few of them. Which of these ones are you excited for? Let me know in the show notes or you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N at Spirekin.com. Let me know. I hope to see what you're interested in so we can see what I should put on the wheel of manga next. And... Before I get to that part you've all been waiting for, I'd like to thank all my listeners. Thank you so much for continuing to checking out this podcast and listening to me rant about various mangas, talk about them, geek out about them, and give you some amazing recommendations. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can because I love doing it. And even when I have to read manga with big, big glasses, I'm going to keep reading manga and recommending them to you. So thank you. And also, if you want to do something cool, check out our website at www.spark.com. I recently redesigned it for the holiday season. Let me know what you think, if you like the redesign, or if I should go back to the old design with just blues. I think that this new design is a little bit happier, a little bit more festive. But you can let me know. So I think that's it for this episode, with the exception of a couple of things so let's get to it with that part you've all been waiting for and what are we talking about we're talking about that one that only the wheel of manga yes friends the wheel of manga except no substitute now what is the wheel of manga the wheel of manga is a wheel of fortune with 10 slots on it and what we've done is we've assigned 10 different manga to this wheel so when i spin that wheel of manga whatever number it lands on the manga that is on that number is the one i review in the next episode of the spark and manga review episode 447 and i've got to say we've got some nice titles on here and some that are really weird so let's spin and see what we're gonna review in the next episode shall we Number five. So it looks like in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing another one of Seven Seas classic collections. This one is based on one of the greatest mangas of all time. We're talking about that classic creation by legendary mangaka who has long been since lost, Monkey Punch. Yep, that's right. We're talking about Lupin the Third, the greatest heists. Now, for those of you who remember, I did review Lupin several years ago. This is actually a different release, so there's different translations, and I'm going to go over the actual production quality, and more importantly, how this compares to the original release, if it's different or if it's the same. So definitely stay tuned for that. And I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, so with that in mind, I am Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you later.